What's up, fam? It's your boy Reloaded, and this is my podcast, Straight Talk, No Cap. Tonight's conversation is the election. What changes do you want to see happen? Who do you want to see win the election? What do you think the impact of the winner is going to be of this election? We're going to discuss all that tonight here on Straight Talk, No Cap. Let's go, fam. Election almost over. Just looking at the pollings. It looked like Joe Biden is winning. Um, they're like Joe Biden's going to be the new president of the United States. Right now, um, Joe Biden is at 253. Donald Trump's at 213 uh, as far as the votes. And, you know, Biden just needs a little bit more to win. It looked like he flipped Wisconsin, Michigan. Um, it looked like he's reporting that he's going to win Arizona, um, which he'll get 11 electoral votes. Um, if he takes Arizona, I really think that Biden is going to be the next president, uh, which I'm very cool with that. Um, not mad at all about the result of the election. I think that, uh, the reason why I'm not mad about the, uh, result is at the end of the day, I felt like Trump ran his presidency on all the wrong things and that turned on him and it kind of, you know, put him in the villain role with this election opposed to when he ran four years ago against Hillary Clinton. I think it was easy for him to demonize Hillary track record. No one knew Trump um, as far as being in the political seat and what he would do. And people wanted change. And he got into the office and he gave the world, he gave America the change that we didn't want to see, right? Um, and let me take that back. I don't think he gave us a change. I think he gave us the reality of it, right? Um, I didn't mind his presidency. I think that Trump, you know what I'm saying, pulled the skin back on the onion and made America realize that it still have a long way to go. Um, when you have guys with, you know, tiki torches, you know, you had a young lady hit uh, in a protest and killed, and he said it was good people on both sides. Um you have to be able to, as a president, uh, condemn racism. I think that he had a hard time doing that. Um, and I think all those little things in, in the coronavirus and how he handled that, in a lot of people's eyes, it, it it impacted him in such a negative way that he couldn't um, he couldn't change the course of this election. And he was beat by the father of the crime bill, Joe Biden. Um, I mean, I'm I'm torn because not that I was a Trump supporter. I'm torn because um, just looking at Biden track record, I don't, I didn't really want to vote for Joe Biden or Trump. Um, I think I'm in that class where we want something new, we want something different, and I think that uh, real quick Trump was something old and what we didn't want in society anymore. I think that Joe Biden represents that old political platform that I think that a lot of young kids don't relate to, and I think that. Um, you know, there has to be some real conversations in both political parties as far as directions. But, I mean, again, I was torn because of Joe Biden's track record, and I just didn't like it. He didn't it, – it, it wasn't what I wanted as far as a president. And, you know, being a, a black man, um, I don't think that he speaks to any of my issues. I mean, you know, yeah, he talks about criminal justice reform. I'm not a criminal. I'm, I'm I'm a part of the class of black men and black people 
who want real economic change in this country for my culture, for my people, not just to be a rap artist or a basketball player or catch a football, um, be able to go out there, start a business, get, get, get the loans, get the supporting from the banking and grow in advance and be our own boss. I think that, um, you know, Biden track record doesn't say that he's for that, for people that look like me. And I think that that's going to be the issue in his presidency. I mean, I might be wrong. I might be right. But we have to wait and see, right, that he will be the next president. Hats off. And I hope that he does great, right? I mean, you know, I never want to see a person do bad in anything in life. So I'm hoping that he, you know, he does a lot of things that he promised to do. But, I mean, just looking at it from a political point, you know, still going to take that House, it's still going to take the Senate for him to get laws passed and for him to be able to do a job that's going to please the masses of all people. So as far as my thoughts with the elections, how it's going to impact us, with Joe Biden being in the office, um, I think that you're going to see the same old rhetoric, uh, the same old bills trying to be, um, the same old bills trying to be passed. I don't think you're going to see much of a change with him being in office, um, but I think it's a better change than us going down a racist path that Trump was taking us in, and this country needs some healing, or may not be able to heal because what Trump exposed about this country has always been in this country and that's one of the things i did like about trump presidency we can't take back and pretend like racism doesn't exist anymore in this country hey babe i was just thinking about making a podcast with you really that's dope what about anchor what's that it's the easiest way to make a podcast plus it's free there's a creation tool that lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer wow really Anchor could do all of that? It's that simple? Anchor, join today. Hey fam, it's your boy Reloaded, and I have a special guest, Marco. We're going to ask Marco a couple questions about his thoughts on the re- on the election, who do he want to see win, what his outcome is, what kind of policy change he would like to see. Marco's a millennial. He has a lot of input, a lot of feedback to give, a very intelligent young man. So, Marco, how do you feel, brother? Man, it's it's actually been kind of crazy. This is an election that um, I didn't expect uh, just because of COVID and everything else that's going on. Um, I didn't expect to see it the way it's coming down. Although, you know, people have been saying, oh, we've been saying this for months. This is what's going to happen. Um, we've seen it with uh, Bernie and Jimmy Kimmel saying Trump's going to be trying to sue people right away if he's not winning. Um, as to my vote, you know, my vote, ah, man, I'm kind of impartial. I'm not necessarily liking the both of them, but I did pick blue. Okay. I did go blue. Okay. Uh, not the biggest fan, but uh, I, I do believe, I do want to see some changes. Um, what, kind of, what kind of changes do you want to see out of blue this year? You know, honestly, my biggest thing, uh, and I didn't even really pick because they were going to change a policy or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, but I, I want to see more unity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think something that happened, and I don't just want to blame one president. It's probably mm-hmm. something that's been happening multiple presidents, you mm-hmm. know. We've been getting this hate and uh, – 
it's just not fair. It's not fair for everybody else that's contributing, hardworking, and all of that. We see destruction because of there's riots and all of this other nasty things that you know we're listening to on all kinds of news. Okay, but I, I did touch on that earlier, and I just want to ask you, right? And this is my take on like the hate and the lack of unity, right? I think it it's always been in America. I think that we overlooked it and we pretended like it wasn't there. And I think that with Trump presidency, for me, I feel like he just peeled back the, the, the layers of the onions and he revealed that to everybody that is still there. I mean, how do you feel about that? I have to agree. I think um, people like to follow somebody that is blunt and just likes to talk. Uh, people enjoy just listening and sitting back. And if somebody's getting called out, they're going to love that even more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did see a lot of that, and I and I hate that. And, yes, I do have to say, you know, there's always been hate. I, I come from a place up in North Texas where it was very secluded when I got there. There was not very many met, uh, Hispanics or even black people um, mm-hmm. until later years mm-hmm. whenever we started getting Burmese people and then you started seeing the town grow more and there mm-hmm. was more diversity. Right. Uh, so, you know, I, I kind of just had to grow up in that sense of, oh, we're red because this is how things work. Right, right. So, I mean, as far as like what policy, is there a policy that um, Blue has or Biden have that he, pre- that he presented that you'd like that's the reason why you went blue or is it just because of the hate and you just want to see the unity um i mean what what's your thoughts is it a policy or is it just the unity that made you vote blue to me honestly it has to be the unity um one of the biggest things i fight for is always going to be immigration kind of status and stuff i do agree I, i would love to change some things to make it more efficient a lot better um you know i don't like just having people call illegal immigrants all over the place or whatever the fact but sometimes that is hard and if biden can do something with that that's awesome especially with the dream act if not you know that's fine all i want is for peace and for people to finally be able to sit down and relax so let me ask you a question i'm gonna piggyback off that too right um and i'm all for you know hispanic people getting rights, being able to live comfortable in the United States. How do you feel about the rhetoric during this presidency uh, from groups like the ADOS that was asking for black agenda specifically? Does that bother you as a a Hispanic person? Because the notion is that you can't just do anything specifically for black people in this country. Are you okay with that being a Hispanic male with a black agenda that a, a president may push for? That's a good question, and I I hate that. You know, I hate that it's viewed that way. I hate that it's even talked about in that sense. Um, there's really no way, good way to put it, you know, and we've seen it many, many times. It's, it's, it's just a hard reality that one has to face, and either you go with it and, you know, be strong, or you end down at the bottom. I think. Right. So, I mean, so so are you saying you okay with the black agenda? Uh, personally, no, man. I, I don't like that view in itself, you know. Um, like I said, that's a tough topic, but no, I definitely do not agree. So what would you say to a black individual who would say, then, I don't want to see a dream, Mac? I mean, 
that I mean because policies and who you allocate um, resources to that cause divisions as well in this country. And I think that for me, like this is my take on it, right? Mm-hmm. I would love to see the Dream Act and Hispanics being taken care of, but you do have a sentence of slaves that lives in this country. And let's face it, right? After slavery, they came up with um, the jail systems and started throwing blacks in jail and the prison, the pipe school, they impacted communities of color very heavily. Um, you know, like I feel like every race, ethnicity that lives in this country should be represented individually. I don't even like being called a minority or people of color. I'm black. And when I see you, and when I see you and I know that you're Hispanic, I'm going to be courteous to your culture, to who you are as an individual. And I just think that what divides us in this country is rhetoric such as that. And the notion that it can't just be specific for one individual's I, I don't have a problem with that. You know, like, I'm not looking at your plate. That's your plate. You know what I mean? I have mines here, and whatever I choose to do with those opportunities, that's my choice. If I lose out because I made bad decisions, hey, that's life. Some win, some lose. Yeah. yeah I have to, and, you know, it's funny you mention it like that because uh, my lady, and she's going to get mad, but... Uh, <laughs> She she was the opposing side of all of that. You know, she, oh, the Dream Act, this is nasty and this and that. And I'm like, how can you say that if your boyfriend is Mexican? Right. How could he look at me in the face and tell me that I need to speak your language so we can, you know, talk right, with each right, other? Right, right, You know, and a lot of people don't understand that. And mind you, my lady, she's a black female. Mm. You know, so it, it was such a different perspective of seeing things and just going about it. And there was constant arguments about the way we saw what we wanted in right. politics, especially politics. Right, like, right. They're doing this wrong or they're doing that right, you know. Man, um, I, you know, like I said, again, this election brought out a lot of ugliness in a lot of people. I've seen people deleting people off of Facebook because they voted Trump. Um, I've seen people getting bullied because they voted Trump. And I think that, you know, unity is a big thing for me, right? Uh, he would be uh, said that he believed in the Rainbow Coalition. And he also he also said power to brown people, power to black people, power to white people. It was about you. It was about, he would be, it was about unity at the end of his life. And I'm a man about unity. I do love and represent black people. But I, as a black man, I would love to see you as a brown man a Hispanic man, let me correct myself, get yours and for your culture as well. There's enough resources in this world, this land, for all of us to have milk and honey flowing from our tables. And that's what I want to see for all cultures, all walks of life. I don't matter if you're gay, you know, again, Hispanic, Black, Asian, a white woman. Um, No one should be um, dis, displaced because of society and how people want to view them. I think that everybody should have a voice. I think that everybody should have equal chances of, of being successful. And, you know, I think that with this election, with, with, with Biden win, 
that's what I want to see. Because if I don't see that, it'll be hard for me to vote blue ever again. Yeah, I have to agree. Um, like I said, I'm not the biggest fan of politics, but uh, this one I did take very seriously due to, like I said, I want to see that unity. I couldn't say it any better than what you did. Um, I just want people to come together once again. No matter what difference we have, we're still people and we still go through things. Uh, doesn't matter, black, white, Chinese, whatever, whatever you want to be. We, we're all one people and we're all trying to help each other. And that, that's, that's all I want to see. Facts. Well, again, it's your boy Reloaded. And this is the, my podcast, Straight Talk, No Cap. Marco, wonderful interview. I love your insight. And I want to see you flourish and, and continue to be a great man that I know you'll be. Thanks, man. Have a good one. And everybody, have a great night. Thank you, guys. Take it easy. What's up, fam? It's your boy Reloaded, and this is my podcast, Straight Talk, No Cap. Tonight's conversation is the election. What changes do you want to see happen? Who do you want to see win the election? What do you think the impact of the winner is going to be of this election? We're going to discuss all that tonight here on Straight Talk, No Cap. Let's go, fam. Election almost over. Just looking at the pollings, it looked like Joe Biden is winning um, they're like Joe Biden's gonna be the new president of the United States right now. Um, Joe Biden is at 253, Donald Trump's at 213. Uh, as far as the votes, and you know, Biden just needs a little bit more to win. It looked like he flipped Wisconsin, Michigan. Um, it looked like he's reporting that he's gonna win Arizona, um, which he'll get 11 electoral votes. Um, if he takes Arizona, I really think that Biden is going to be the next president, uh, which I'm very cool with that. Um, not mad at all about the result of the election. I think that, um, uh, the reason why I'm not mad about the, uh, result is at the end of the day, I felt like Trump ran his presidency on all the wrong things and that turned on him and it kind of, you know, put him in the villain role with this election opposed to when he ran four years ago against Hillary Clinton. I think it was easy for him to demonize Hillary track record. No one knew Trump um, as far as being in the political seat and what he would do. And people wanted change. And he got into the office and he gave the world, he gave America the change that we didn't want to see, right? Um, and let me take that back. I don't think he gave us a change. I think he gave us the reality of it, right? Um, I didn't mind his presidency. I think that Trump, you know what I'm saying, pulled the skin back on the onion and made America realize that it still have a long way to go. Um, when you have guys with, you know, tiki torches, you know, you had a young lady hit uh, in a protest and killed, and he said it was good people on both sides. Um you have to be able to, as a president, uh, condemn racism. I think that he had a hard time doing that. Um, and I think all those little things in, in the coronavirus and how he handled that, in a lot of people's eyes, it, it it impacted him in such a negative way that he couldn't um, he couldn't change the course of this election. And he was beat by the father of the crime bill, Joe Biden. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm torn because not that I was a Trump supporter, I'm torn because um, just looking at Biden track record, I don't, I didn't really want to vote for Joe Biden or Trump. 
Um, I think I'm in that class where we want something new. We want something different. And I think that uh, real quick Trump was something old and what we didn't want in society anymore. I think that Joe Biden represents that old political platform that I think that a lot of young kids don't relate to. And I think that, um, you know, there has to be some real conversations in both political parties as far as directions. But, I mean, again, I was torn because of Joe Biden's track record, and I just didn't like it. He didn't it, – it, it wasn't what I wanted as far as a president. And, you know, being a, a black man, um, I don't think that he speaks to any of my issues. I mean, you know, yeah, he talks about criminal justice reform. I'm not a criminal. I, I'm, I'm a part of the class of black men and black people who want real economic change in this country for my culture, for my people, not just to be a rap artist or a basketball player or catch a football, um, be able to go out there, start a business, get, get, get the loans, get the supporting from the banking and grow in advance and be our own boss. I think that, um, you know, Biden track record doesn't say that he's for that, for people that look like me. And I think that that's going to be the issue in his presidency. I mean, I might be wrong. I might be right. But we have to wait and see, right, that he will be the next president. Hats off. And I hope that he does great, right? I mean, you know, I never want to see a person do bad in anything in life. So I'm hoping that he, you know, he does a lot of things that he promised to do. But, I mean, just looking at it from a political point, you know, still going to take that House. It's still going to take the Senate for him to get laws passed and for him to be able to do a job that's going to please the masses of all people. So as far as my thoughts with the elections, how it's going to impact us with Joe Biden being in office, um, I think that you're going to see the same old rhetoric, uh, the same old bills trying to be um, the same old bills trying to be passed. I don't think you're going to see much of a change with him being in office, um, but I think it's a better change than us going down a racist path that Trump was taking us in, and this country needs some healing or may not be able to heal because what Trump exposed about this country has always been in this country, and that's one of the things I did like about Trump presidency. We can't take back and pretend like racism doesn't exist anymore in this country. Hey, babe, I was just thinking about making a podcast with you. Really? That's dope. What about Anchor? What's that? It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Plus, it's free. There's a creation tool that lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Wow, really? Anchor could do all of that? It's that simple? Anchor, join today. Hey, fam, it's your boy Reload, and I have a special guest, Marco. We're going to... Ask Marco a couple questions about his thoughts on the re- on the election. Who do he want to see win? What his outcome is? What kind of policy change he would like to see? Marco's a millennial. He has a lot of input, a lot of feedback to give. A very intelligent young man. So, Marco, how do you feel, brother? Man, it's it's actually been kind of crazy. This is an election that um, I didn't expect, uh, just because of COVID and everything else that's going on. Um, I didn't expect to see it the way it's coming down, although, you know, people have been saying, oh, we've been saying this for months. This is what's going to happen. 
Um, we've seen it with uh, Bernie and Jimmy Kimmel saying Trump's going to be trying to sue people right away if he's not winning. Um, as to my vote, you know, my vote, ah, man, I'm kind of impartial. I'm not necessarily liking the both of them, but I did pick blue. Okay. I did go blue. Okay. Uh, not the biggest fan, but uh, I, I do believe I do want to see some changes. Um, what kind of what kind of changes do you want to see out of blue this year? You know, honestly, my biggest thing, uh, and I didn't even really pick because they were going to change a policy or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But I, I want to see more unity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think something that happened, and I don't just want to blame one president. It's probably mm-hmm. something that's been happening multiple presidents. You mm-hmm. know, we've been getting this hate and. Uh, it's just not fair. It's not fair for everybody else that's contributing, hardworking, and all of that. We see destruction because of there's riots and all of this other nasty things that you know we're listening to on all kinds of news. Okay, but I, I did touch on that earlier, and I just want to ask you, right? And this is my take on like the hate and the lack of unity, right? I think it has always been in America. I think that we overlooked it and we pretended like it wasn't there. And I think that with Trump presidency, for me, I feel like he just peeled back the, the, the layers of the onions and he revealed that to everybody that is still there. I mean, how do you feel about that? I have to agree. I think um, people like to follow somebody that is blunt and just likes to talk. Uh, people enjoy just listening and sitting back. And if somebody's getting called out, they're going to love that even more. Um, and I did see a lot of that, and I and I hate that. And, yes, I do have to say, you know, there's always been hate. I, I come from a place up in North Texas where it was very secluded when I got there. There was not very many met, uh, Hispanics or even black people um, until later years mm-hmm. whenever we started getting Burmese people and then you started seeing the town grow more and there mm-hmm. was more diversity. Right. Uh, so, you know, I, I kind of just had to grow up in that sense of, oh, we're red because this is how things work. Right, right. So, I mean, as far as like what policy, is there a policy that um, Blue has or Biden have that he, pre- that he presented that you'd like that's the reason why you went blue or is it just because of the hate and you just want to see the unity um i mean what what's your thoughts is it a policy or is it just the unity that made you vote blue to me honestly it has to be the unity um one of the biggest things i fight for is always going to be immigration kind of status and stuff i do agree I, i would love to change some things to make it more efficient a lot better um you know i don't like just having people call illegal immigrants all over the place or whatever the fact but sometimes that is hard and if biden can do something with that that's awesome especially with the dream act if not you know that's fine all i want is for peace and for people to finally be able to sit down and relax so let me ask you a question i'm gonna piggyback off that too right um and i'm all for you know hispanic people getting rights, being able to live comfortable in the United States. How do you feel about the rhetoric doing this presidency uh, from groups like the ADOS that was asking for black agenda specifically? Does that bother you as a, as a Hispanic person? Because the notion is that you can't just do anything specifically for black people in this country. Are you okay with that being a Hispanic male with a black agenda that 
a president may push for? That's a good question, and I I hate that. You know, I hate that it's viewed that way. I hate that it's even talked about in that sense. Um, there's really no way, good way to put it, you know, and we've seen it many, many times. It's, it's, it's just a hard reality that one has to face, and either you go with it and, you know, be strong, or you end down at the bottom, I think. Right. So, I mean, so, so are you saying you're okay with the black agenda? Uh, personally, no, man. I, I don't like that view in itself, you know. Um, like I said, that's a tough topic, but no, I definitely do not agree. So what would you say to a black individual who would say, then, I don't want to see a Dream Act? I mean, that, I mean because policies and who you allocate um, resources to, that cause divisions as well in this country. And I think that for me, like, this is my take on it, right? Mm -hmm. I would love to see the Dream Act and Hispanics being taken care of. But you do have a sentence of slaves that lives in this country. And let's face it, right, after slavery, they came up with um, the jail systems and started throwing blacks in jail. And the prison, the pipe school, they impacted communities of color very heavily. Um, you know, like, I feel like every race, ethnicity that lives in this country should be represented individually. I don't even like being called a minority or people of color, I'm black. I and when I see that. you, and when I see you, and I know that you're Hispanic, I'm gonna be courteous to your culture, to right. who you are as an individual. Yeah. And I just think that what divides us in this country is rhetoric such as that. And the notion that it can't just be specific for one individuals, I, I don't have a problem with that. You know, like I'm not looking at your plate, that's your plate, you know what I mean? I have mines here and whatever I choose to do, with those opportunities, that's my choice. If I lose out because I made bad decisions, hey, that's life. Some win, some lose. Yeah, yeah, I have, and you know, it's funny you mention it like that because uh, my lady, and she's gonna get mad, but uh, <laughs> she she was the opposing side of all of that. You know, she. Oh, the Dream Act, this is nasty and this and that. And I'm like, how can you say that if your boyfriend is Mexican? Right. How could you look at me in the face and tell me that I need to speak your language so we can, you know, talk right, with each right, other? Right, right. You know, and a lot of people don't understand that. And mind you, my lady, she's a black female. Mm. You know, so it, it was such a different perspective of seeing things and just going about it and there was constant arguments about the way we saw what we wanted in right. politics especially politics right right they're, they're doing this wrong or they're doing that right you know man um I, you know like i said again this election brought out a lot of ugliness in a lot of people i've seen people deleting people off of facebook because they voted trump um, I've seen people getting bullied because they voted Trump. And I think that, you know, unity is a big thing for me, right? Uh, he would be uh, said that he believed in the Rainbow Coalition. And he also, he also said power to brown people, power to black people, power to white people. It was about you. It was about, he would be, it was about unity at the end of his life. And I'm a man about unity. I do love and represent black people. But I, as a black man, I would love to see you as a brown man 
a Hispanic man, let me correct myself, get yours and for your culture as well. There's enough resources in this world, this land, for all of us to have milk and honey flowing from our tables. And that's what I want to see for all cultures, all walks of life. I don't matter if you're gay, you know, again, Hispanic, black, Asian, a white woman. Um, no one should be um, dis displaced because of society and how people want to view them. I think that everybody should have a voice. I think that everybody should have equal chances of, of being successful. And, you know, I think that with this election, with, with Biden win, that's what I want to see. Because if I don't see that, it'll be hard for me to vote blue ever again. Yeah, I have to agree. Um, like I said, I'm not the biggest fan of politics, but uh, this one I did take very seriously due to, like I said, I want to see that unity. I couldn't say it any better than what you did. Um, I just want people to come together once again. No matter what difference we have, we're still people and we still go through things. Uh, doesn't matter, black, white, Chinese, whatever, whatever you want to be. We, we're all one people and we're all trying to help each other. And that, that's, that's all I want to see. Facts. Well, again, it's your boy Reloaded. And this is the, my podcast, Straight Talk No Cap. Marco, wonderful interview. I love your insight, and I want to see you flourish and, and continue to be a great man that I know you'll be. Thanks, man. Have a good one, and everybody have a great night. Thank you, guys. Take it easy.